Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, the answer the Gulf News Network, KSEY in Texas, uh, the Blitz in Tulsa, and many other stations around. I'm JT, your host. We would like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and also John Breaker and his crew over at Birdie Ball. It's a great practice uh, device. They're not devices. They're just little, they look like napkin rings, but they only go about 40 yards. But if you're limited on space, they're great to practice with. You can go to birdieball.com. While he's back, my good buddy, Keith Jarvis. Uh, Keith was originally a California boy and he lived around. His father was in the military and now he's in New Jersey. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey what's going on? <laughs> I love your Happy hat. To be on with you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. I love your hat. Martin's Barbecue. Martin's Barbecue, Nashville, Tennessee, baby. Anytime we can work barbecue into the show, I am for I, it. I did it just for you. <laughs> I could put a Bluebird Cafe shirt on instead of this Link Soul uh, goat shirt if you want. You're good. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Um, what's going on with Keith? So, you know, um, things are going pretty good we got about three locations this winter and so we're moving around a bunch and you know the problem is it's not really a i call it a high quality problem because i had about three or four clients that have their own simulators so i'm moving to them too uh-huh. so these guys and, and ladies that have their own simulators just don't want to come to me anymore they're like can you come to the house i'm like absolutely i'll be there with bells and whistles on dr jarvis makes house calls i love that That's right i love that so I got I, a cup. I, I got I had a domain one time that was called Golf RX or Golf Swing RX or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I need to try to revive re, uh, revive that one if possible. You probably still own the rights to it and don't know. It. I probably do. I I don't know. I got a lot of domains there. <laughs> so I wanted. I was thinking about this before we get into the real fun part of this. I, I've, I've, this is something, Keith, that's bugged me for a long time, and it doesn't bug me in a bad way. It just makes me kind of curious, you know. Yeah, you, you get a you get a student that comes to you for doesn't matter what age, whatever they come to you and they have a problem. Um, maybe it's not a huge problem, but let's make it something kind of fun. They can't hit a draw. All right. Okay. They just can't hit a draw. Yep. As an instructor, do you go? Well, there's there's only one way to do this. There's only one way. It doesn't matter whether they can't hit a draw or they can't hit a chip or whatever. 
because I, my thought is, uh, I never had a golf lesson until just like five years ago. Okay. Yeah. I never did. So, uh, and I just figured stuff out on my own. If I couldn't hit a big draw or, you know, or a big fade or something, I just got it there another way. How do you deal with that with a student? So, um, <laughs> you know, lately my spiel's been, I'm a golf genie, right? I can award you one wish and, um, it can't be for more wishes and it can't be for money. It's got to be golf related. And then, and then I'll ask them if you can't hit it straight, would you rather hit a draw or a fade? Right. Yep. So, so then what it comes down to me, honestly, every single student, whether they come in and want to hit a draw or they come in and want to hit something else or whatever it is, uh, the way I think about it is, okay, let's take a look and see what they have. And let's see what their contact's like, okay? Um, because if they don't have contact, if they don't have smash, which is a track band term, smash mm -hmm. factor, but if they don't have smash, it doesn't matter if you give them a draw or a fade because they have to be able to hit it solid to play better. So that's always my number one. Can you move the divot in front of the ball? All the best players, it's the number one differentiator between good players and bad players. Good players are hitting the ball first and then the ground. They're never chunking it. Um, they might hit a little behind on a pitch because they're exposing the bounce a little more sure. and that keeps it from digging in. But in general, um, back to your question, somebody comes in and says they want to hit a draw. I'll look at their contact first and I'll try to convince. Uh, somebody told me a while back, they said, sometimes you have to give a student what they need, not what they want. Well, the reason I the reason I bring it up, and and this has been talked about on many many shows, yeah, inclu including this one, but you pick up golf magazine, you pick up Golf Digest, <laughs> you go right down there, and they've always got, <laughs> you know, guest instructors in there, and yeah. they're, and they're saying, do this, it is the this, and if you just if you were a brand if you were a newbie. Keith, if you were a newbie and you picked up those magazines and there's all these good looking people and pretty pictures of golf courses and all this stuff and you get to the instructional part and you go, wait a minute, this one says do this, this one says do this, this one says do this, what in the hell am I supposed to do here? Because I, I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's almost like too much information at times. Yeah, so what I would tell you about that, and I'm sorry I'm walking around uh, for a minute. What I'd tell you about that is the golf magazines are meant for the masses, okay? You line 20 people up and you tell them to keep their left arm straight, three will get it. You yeah. tell the next seven to keep their right arm straighter or wider, four more will get it. So now you got seven out of the 10. How do you get the last three? Hold on one second because I got something really important to share with you but I can't talk when I walk in this room. Okay. Hold on one second. All right. Crap, that book not in here? Um, how is that book not in here? Uh, sorry, but I know we're talking on something, but I had something really important to share with you. When Because we're, we're talking about draws. Right. Um, okay, hang on. I'm going to go up and uh, I got to find this book because it was a really important thing that somebody talked about 
where um um so just to get back on track about hitting a draw the first thing i would say is if people aren't the the club is built and designed to hit a draw okay it's built into the club so if, if players aren't hitting a draw right off the bat the first thing like i said i would focus on is their contact but if they're not if they're not able to hit a draw it's because they're either learning the wrong things or they're learning the correct things in the wrong order okay okay so that's the first part of it and um come on man i have 10 of these books and i can't remember the exact thing it was something like if all players learned to move their weight and the handle of the club the most forward and swung the club more around and not so up and down, we'd have a world of golfers that could draw the ball instead of slice the ball. It's something like that. Yeah. It's out of Mike and Andy's book, Stack and Tilt. So I know everybody's going to bust my balls on that, but... I don't care. <laughs> I've I've learned I've learned more about being a better teacher from Andy Plummer and Mike Bennett than I don't want to say all the rest because I've had a lot of great influences on how I became a good teacher. Golfing machine was one of them. What people don't understand is the stack and tilt pattern came out of the golfing machine. They learned it from Mac O'Grady. Mac O'Grady took the golfing machine and put in the body movement. So um you know people can say whatever they want about it i cannot believe i cannot find my book oh don't worry i wanted to read that exactly i wanted to read it exactly but that's kind of the baseline of it if all players were taught to move their weight and the handle of the golf club the most forward and swing the club more around not so up and down more golfers would draw the ball than cut the ball okay so most of these golfers are are moving back to the right 80%, can't move forward fast enough, and are hitting behind the ball, topping it, you know, slicing it, doing all these other things. So if you move the weight the most forward and the handle the most forward, and you stayed there in the backswing and swung the club more around, not so up and down, you'd have a generation of golfers that were drawing the ball, not slicing the ball. That's Very the good. bottom line. That's the bottom line. And our bottom line is we're going to take a break. We're going to be back yep. with my buddy. Sorry. Keith. Sorry, no, no, Jeff. we're all good. Uh, we're going to be back with Keith Jarvis uh, live from New Jersey right after this. Hi, everybody. It's JT. And this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. Uh, it, very simply, if you want to email us, you can just go info at grillingatthegreen.net. Uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We're all over the place out there. We're talking with my with my friend Keith Jarvis today. What's the... Uh, oh, by the way, I wanted to say, you just got a cool award. One of the I top 100. And you post, posted that and I sent you a congrats deal. You did. Tell, Thank tell, you for that. Tell yeah. us about that. So I, you know, honestly, I didn't even know I, I received it. I was going through some old emails and, um, as one of the, uh, certifications I have, you know, most pros are going to say, well, it's usually you, 
it's World Golf Teacher Federation or USGTF. It's not PGA. But look, top 100 is top 100 to me. Yep. Um, so I'm proud of it. I've worked hard for it my whole life. Um, and uh, I was I was shocked <laughs> to see that I was actually that I actually had received the award. I was going through an old email and it said, oh, top 100 list for World Golf Teacher Federation. And so I start looking through it. I'm like, I'm not on this. And I look through it. I'm like, holy crap, my name's on there. Oh, this is really cool. So I call him up. I'm like, hey, uh, do I get a certificate for this? Like, this is big for big time, you know? Um, there's a lot of organizations out there that certify um, techniques, golf yeah. professionals, this, that, whatever. You know, for me, I'm proud of it. Like, you can say it's not Golf Digest Top 100 or whatever, Golf Magazine. I don't care. I'm I'm excited. I'm proud of it. I've worked hard my whole life. I've learned from a lot of people to become the instructor that I am today. And I'm very grateful for every single one of them. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, and you know this better than anybody, uh, Golf Digest Top 100 and that, that. That's all well and good. But that's really based on who's writing the story. Or if there's two or three people working on something like that, they all come to kind of a consensus of their own bucket lists or what have you. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you like, can apply, you can apply to those, to those um, things. And um, you could, you know, um, Lauren Anderson, who is the head of proponent group, which I've been a member of a long time um, is the, I think he's the guy that started either the golf digest top 100 or the golf magazine top 50. I don't remember which one, but he's the guy that started it back in the day when he worked for them. Right. And now he want, runs the proponent group, which I'm a member of, which has most of the top 100 and top 50 instructors in the world as members of his group. We all share, we all share, we have summits every year and we took a little break because they made a deal with golf channel. That's how I got to be a golf channel instructor is they only hired instructors for golf channel academy from proponent group i believe yeah. and um i was lucky enough to be one of them and i'm so grateful for that i filmed a lot of videos in the studio not a lot of pros get to do that and um if it wasn't for lauren anderson and um the opportunities that he's provided for me when it comes to uh wanting to move to new york and, and being able to get a job at chelsea piers two uh proponent group members one was the head pro there another one was the lead instructor there they they all work together to help me get my first job here in New York. And um, Lauren's helped me in every possible way. And if you're an instructor out there and you're not a member of Proponent Group, you have no idea uh, what you're missing out on, whether it be just learning more about how to be a better uh, businessman, how to uh, operate a better facility, how to uh, the opportunities of jobs that Proponent Group knows about that even the PGA doesn't know about sometimes. Right. right. Um, there's a lot of things out there that are super important. Proponent group has has done more for me than anybody when it comes to my career than than uh any anything that I could I could say. Oh, excellent. Well, that's always good news. Um where do you think golf is right now, Keith? Um well, I think it's growing. I think the data shows that it's growing. I think golf um, needs to focus more on junior golfers and helping them uh, engage. And the one thing that we know, being a Titles Performance Institute certified coach, is that the number one thing to keep uh, 
kids engaged in any sport or anything is it has to be fun. Yeah. Number two is that it, they want to feel like they uh, they want to be able to do it with their siblings and friends. And number three, they want to feel like they can be good at it, you know? So the very first thing I teach any kid um, is not going to be the old fundamentals, grip, stance, alignment, posture, ball position. The very first thing I'm going to teach a kid is how to skim the ground and hit every ball in the air. Because as soon as they can get the ball in the air, then they feel like they can do something. So that's the first part. The second part is I think uh, golf is ready for a paradigm shift. Um, You got the PGA Tour and you got live. I mean, look at the... Look at the whole social media thing about Patrick Reed walking over to Rory. I mean, honestly, trying to, I saw the video, trying to maybe say, hey, you know, what's up? You know, they're both major champions. Rory's on the PGA Tour side. Patrick's on the live side. But he goes over and they make this big controversy that he threw a tee at Rory. But when you see the video, he just flipped one over to where he was hitting. Rory ignored him. You know, there's going to be a paradigm shift. And um, what I think and uh, is that the, that um, the PGA Tour is going to not win this. And I'm sorry about that. But I think these guys play all over the world. They used to get appearance monies in the millions of dollars to play in Saudi, in China, in here, in there. And now that lives on the scene and they've uh decided to go with a different format uh the team format mm-hmm. uh people are interested you know do they get as much draw as the pga tour not yet but now they got a tv deal with cw and um there's going to be a paradigm shift and look i want to see the best players in the world playing a major championship the world ranking the golf world ranking is a disaster honestly you got john rom who's won his, the last three tournaments of his career and he can't even get to number one how does that even work? You know, right, right. I, I don't know the format. I'm not a math guy. I don't understand all the ins and outs of that. But what I will tell you is there's going to be a paradigm shift in in professional golf because live is not going away. So whether you like them or not, um, whether you like the PGA Tour or not, um, I'm for seeing the best players in the world compete against each other. That's what I want to see. Well, that's what I think everybody wants to see. I agree. I concur 100%. Speaking of that, of what people want to see in here, we're going to take another break. We're going to be back with Keith Jarvis right after this on Grilling at the Green and Golf News Network. Stay with us. With a piece in my hand and bloodshot eyes, I walk to the water for a last goodbye. He- Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. Nothing's better, you know, spring, summer, and fall, or winter for that matter. Coming home, get your buddies with you at the queue on the on the back patio. Fire up a Painted Hills ribeye. Uh, that is heaven. And also, John Breaker and his crew over at Birdie Ball. 
I've had a lot of fun with my birdie ball stuff in the backyard. Um, where I live, you know, we get some inclement weather in the wintertime. So does Keith where he's at. And I can stand on my patio, actually a covered patio and hit the birdie ball stuff out full swings out in the yard or off the deck. So that's a lot of fun. So go to birdieball.com. And one last thing you can uh, email us at info at grilling at the green.net. Anyway, um, we were talking about live where life, golf is now, where golf is now. Right. I would warn you, I would, I would just put up a, a note of caution. Live will be fine until the Saudis get tired of it. That yeah. I, I've, I've done business with them. Okay. Yeah. They, they were fine. They were great to me, but I'm just saying if too much stuff happens, if too many, too many, you know, at first they're, they, they defend themselves like anybody would and their reputations in that. But at some point, because we've seen it in other sporting categories. They went, nah, we're, we're good. So that's, yeah, the only, yeah. that's, that's the only thing I could see that would going down the road that would make it uh, tough. I think that. it's the same in any corporate environment. I mean, look at all the big tech companies right now. They're laying off thousands and thousands of workers right now, right? So, right. and you see these girls posting like, oh, just wanted to let you know, I'm going to lunch in the Google, you know, uh, thing. And we're having some, you know, filet polenta with a little sauce and I'm going to go get my coffee and then I'm going to go sit in a massage chair and I'm going to do all this. Well, now they're laying off thousands and thousands and thousands of people. So I think it's the same in any uh, environment, any corporate environment or any environment where when the money's flowing, it's great. And I'm not saying the money's not going to flow there because they have right. their own industries and stuff. Right. But, you know, people get tired of stuff. But I think right now, um, the way I see it is... Uh, this is a Greg Norman thing, right? He right. tried to do this before the PGA Tour shut him down. I think maybe he tried a little bit again the second time. But now now he's got the backing to do it. He pulled some of the best players in the world. And we, look, it's all about the love, man. Like, let everybody love everybody. Let's try to figure out how to get along. You can be mad or you could be, uh, or you could be enjoying the game and growing the game. Liv is exposing uh, people to the game that wouldn't care about the game if it wasn't for them. And I'm not, and this has nothing to do with Saudi. This has to do with the fact that they're growing the game in a different way. Yeah. Now, do you want everybody to wear a polo shirt and some khakis? Um, okay, maybe. But I think we even see, I don't know what's going on with my light here. Um, we even see that changing now. I mean, golfers are how you know, people are, having a twitter fit about golfers wearing a hoodie it's cold out there sometimes you gotta wear a hoodie and yeah. keep yourself warm yep. like what is going on here <laughs> i i don't have a problem with people wearing a hoodie i've done it so it, you know it's like that i would submit this to you and we kind of you know what i'm to, saying though oh i oh i got it <laughs> i'm just saying keep it i'm gonna put this out there if it was anybody other than greg norman half of this stuff wouldn't be flying around half I, of it would be squashed i agree with that they hate yeah. that guy for whatever reason maybe because he tried to start a new league a long time ago and they squashed it and maybe 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 that's just it like you said maybe it's a greg norman thing but um you know it was going to happen sooner or later Look, oh, sure. golf, the best golfers in the world are playing all over the world to uh gain recognition all over the world 
So, so, so let's let's jump into how much golf does Keith Jarvis get to play? So I'll tell you what, I played a lot more this last year than I have in a while. And it was I, I think I've fallen back in love. <laughs> okay. Do you have you ever you, seen the commercial where or or the meme where the guy's got his back turned to his wife there in there in bed and um she's all mad like he doesn't love me, blah, blah, blah. And all he's thinking about is the triple he made on number seven. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, something like that, right? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> we all She's like, that. what's wrong with you? I made a triple on seven. Yeah. Oh, I thought you didn't love me anymore. Right. Well, they... <laughs> my, my, Golfers my, my. are... We're, we're a weird breed, man. We're a weird breed. Well, uh, to me, golf is one of those things <laughs> where... Not at this stage of my life, but when I was younger, I was very athletic, competed in other sports, did the horse thing for a long time, was always in great shape. None of those which are applicable today. But the point is, we still have that little bit of fire in us for being a so-called jock from way back yeah. then. And but as you get older, no, you can't go play football anymore. You know, you get over yeah. you get over 50 and they're like, are you nuts? You know, um, well, Brady's how old's Brady? 46 yeah so yeah is he the oldest in the nfl right now i have no idea i think he is but i couldn't i don't know the every roster so there might be you know some old bench warmer somewhere that they're keeping on staff just because he did so much for the team at some point i have no idea but that yeah. that i i would take that job if they just keep me on the bench <laughs> you know i'd suit up and I, just sit there all day I, I keep trying to tell everybody, like, you know, let me let me play a few uh, rounds on live. Like, I'll take I'll take some money and I'll play my butt off and do everything I can. If Pat Perez can shoot an 80, so can I. Oh, yeah. Interesting thing about Perez, you know, he. He he won more money than he has in years, but he actually didn't win it. But it was his percent, you know, his percentage of being on the team. So, well, yeah, he's on the team. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. They, good for him. They did good for that. him. And he's a Jordan guy, which I love. Yeah. I just think that I think that's what America is so sports oriented. You know, yeah. you go out in any part of the country in the fall and there's Friday night football from the kids, you know. Yeah. There's uh Tuesday and Thursday baseball games when spring comes around, whatever it is. You got I, lacrosse up here. You got yeah, soccer now. Right. Uh right. do you watch any of the World Cup? No. I <laughs> I I as you know, I just had my knee replaced. So I've been kind of yeah. focusing on other things, but I didn't sure. want didn't watch any of that. But and and honestly, uh Keith, I'm not a huge soccer guy. I think I think pe guy people our age aren't very big soccer fans, but it is growing and growing. And um I have a client, um that's uh that i taught for seven or eight years that finally played his best golf after covid helped his team win the division championship and we've been trying to plan this he's a skier i'm a snowboarder right. trip up to stratton which is only a few hours away from here and um he finally came home a little bit early this this year and he's like hey are we going to go to stratton this year i'm like let's plan it right now let's get it on the books so i can block my schedule so it just was so weird that we hit this perfect storm and I've been up to Stratton a few times, but haven't ridden. The snow is always really weird. It's windy. 
Um, you know, and I just, yeah. but this year we hit this storm perfect. Actually, his parents called and said, Hey, we're not sure you guys should drive up there today or tomorrow because of the storm. Maybe you should wait a couple of days. We're like, look, we only have a small window to get up there. And that's the whole point of going skiing and snowboarding is when there's snow up there. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we went up there, we had the best time. And, um, uh, he was a big soccer fan and I watched the US USA games, right? I mean, that's kind of what sure. we do at our age because soccer wasn't a thing when we were growing up. Um, and I got into it a little bit. I watched a few more games and, you know, I was really sad to hear about the uh, reporter. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, though. Oh, that passed but, away. Yeah, that died yeah. over there. It's, it's, you know, it's always sad when something like that happens. And he was he was at I think he was announcing the Argentina game uh, before like it got, you know, into the finals and stuff. But it's still always sad. But I'll tell you what, um, I my problem is I don't understand the rules. So I don't know what the offsides is. I don't know what this is. I don't know what that is. So that's kind of why I'm probably less interested than anything else besides the fact that it was never a thing when I was growing up. Right. But, you know, I always want to root for the, for, for our team. Oh, the sure. USA, all the, all the, all the, you, you know, United States athletes in the Olympics in skiing and snowboarding and, you know, everything that there is to vote, you know, to, uh, root for them for i mean i'm all about the american athletes for sure uh we're yeah. gonna take we're gonna take another break we're gonna be back with keith jarvis here on grilling at the green uh we got a golf tip from bruce Furman coming up and after that uh keith's gonna stick around for after hours so stay with us <laughs> everybody it's jt and this is a special version of grilling at the green grilling at the green is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today, we're talking with Pete Jarvis, my buddy from New Jersey, who's a top 100 golf instructor back there. Right now, as we do the show, the PGA show is on down in Florida. Yeah. And, and we're seeing little drips and drabs of things come across social media and all that. Pretty incredible. Uh, just the technology that we've come up with in the last, well, really the last 20 years, but more so in the last five or six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just nuts. I mean, that's are you the talking only- about? Are you talking about clubs and equipment and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, when I started, it was the old, and I had a busted bag, you might say, from <laughs> left left in the garage for my brother. But uh, old, you know, McGregor's with some of the screws were coming out and stuff like that. You know, yeah, out of the persimmon woods. Yeah. You know, but you look at it now. In fact, I was looking at uh, one of the magazines last night and like TaylorMade, who's actually going to be sponsoring the show coming up pretty soon here. Uh, You know, they got this new driver, the stealth or whatever it is. Yeah. And you look at that and you go, that's space age stuff, dude. That that's, You, you know, the advancements are incredible. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I'll let you keep going. Okay. I always talk too much. What do you do when when somebody comes in and and, and 
Uh, I've had different people tell me different things, but they're just getting started. And of course we all preach about, you know, getting a club fitting and so on and so forth. But yeah. some, sometimes when people are starting, you know, that hasn't happened yet. They, they go buy a starter set just because they want to do it. A starter sets, you know, under 300 bucks yeah. basically. And when you get into club fitting and selecting clubs, the price tag goes up. And I understand that, but I still yeah. think people can enjoy the game, even if they never go through a proper club fitting or anything. I would, I would say that you can, uh, at, to some level, right? Yeah, so if you're right. a beginner, you know, go find a set of perimeter weighted clubs. The problem with the beginner sets a lot is the woods aren't very, uh, uh, they're not of a very high quality, right? right? Unless you get a brand name like Callaway or TaylorMade or Ping yeah. or uh, yeah. EXG. I got to throw PXG in there. Yeah. Um, not that they make beginners, but anyway, what I'm saying is, um, so I'm I'm sure most people know, and if you don't, like I'm a partner with Club Champion. I'm a pro partner. So, um, what I love about them is that we work together a lot. So let's say they have a student that comes in for a fitting that doesn't have contact, doesn't like the contacts all over the place. They're slicing, they're hooking, they're doing this. And part of that's just being nervous. You're hitting balls around somebody that you never hit around before. You think they're judging you, but club champions job is to fit you uh, for the best equipment based on what you have. Right. And um, when they don't have anything, they send them back to me. At least the local one does. So say, go see our guy, Keith Jarvis. He's a great instructor. He'll help you figure it all out. And when you get close, he'll tell you and we'll go back. And a lot of times they'll come back. I'll work on contact mostly a little bit on direction. And then I'll say, Hey, I think we're ready. We should schedule another appointment. And that's the coolest thing about club champion. A lot of people trash club champion, which is really disappointing. Um, it is expensive, but you know what? It's a shaft upgrade. So when you when you look at a manufacturer's options, let's say they have, let's say they have ten, but they don't. Let's say they, you know, but let's say they have ten. One of those ten shafts might not be optimum for you, for especially for a driver. I'll always tell a client, look, if you don't want to spend the money on clubs, get a driver. If you don't spend a thousand dollars or whatever it costs on the driver that's perfect for you, you're making the biggest mistake of your life in golf. Because you will hit it farther, you will hit it straighter. The data is there, right? Lower spin, um, mm -hmm. carries farther. Uh, you're going to have something that's way more accurate. You probably have a 20 year old driver now, or a 10 year old driver, or whatever it is. It's it's not even close to what you need, even if you're a beginner. If you were a beginner and you went into learn, and you could let's just say you could hit a driver 200 yards, okay? But that's your max. But your speed's like a hundred. Like if you're a hundred and you can only hit a two hundred, it's a club problem, not right. a swing problem. Keith, we're out of time, but Keith yep. is gonna stick around for after hours. Uh, how can they find you real quick? So you can find me on Twitter at keithjarvisgolf.com, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, I'm just starting a YouTube channel. I think you can find it under Keith Jarvis Golf. And uh, you can email me at Keith at KeithJarvisGolf.com. Uh, website's www.KeithJarvisGolf.com. Golf Channel Academy, Coach of the Week, uh, Lead Instructor, Top 100. Come see me. I coach a lot of players online all over the country. 
Got a 16-year-old kid I've coached online mostly. Maybe met him two or three times. He just won back-to-back state championships. That's how we do it. There you go. All right. We're going to get out of here. Uh, I want you all to have a great week. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.